Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Between the Legs, a podcast about those in the motorcycle community and those who contribute to it. I'm your host, Sarah Taylor. The episode you're about to listen to is a conversation I had with Lorenzo, Cami, and crew, the brains behind Lucifer's Pride. The story about how Lucifer's Pride came to be and what it represents, bad as hell with a touch of elegance, was the original focus of this episode. Naturally, it took on a life of its own when the real story, a love story, between friends and old sweethearts took center stage. Guest appearance by Adam, who owns Dirty Billy's Garage. I hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening. Do you believe in ghosts? I do. I've always wanted to meet a ghost. I don't know if I'd be scared right away, but I'd hope I'd like calm down enough to talk to one because what a cool experience to meet a ghost. Do you think so? I think it would be cool. I think it'd be so scary. Maybe they talk, maybe they don't talk, maybe they haunt you, maybe they don't haunt you. Great. I'd probably have the haunting kind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are sitting here with the founders and member of Lucifer's Pride. We have... Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name's Crew Jones. I'm the co-founder of Lucifer's Pride. I'm Cami Klamako, co-founder of Lucifer's Pride. Lorenzo here, not founder, but um, proud, longtime member and designer. Yes. That's right. When you say designer, did you design the logo for Lucifer's Pride as well? I did not, but I designed one of the the latest t-shirts, the Hellbound shirt featuring a uh, flat tracker style V-twin bike with a rider. Yeah. Some pretty cool shirts. It's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Not to like toot your own horn or anything, but it sounds cool. <laughs> toot, toot. <laughs> um, I'd love to start with hearing the history of how you two met um, and then how you started Lucifer's Pride. So we um, we dated in high school, which was... In, in Ohio. The, in the late eighties. In, in Ohio. In Ohio. And we went to a really we went to a really small school. Um and he was like he was like kind of a skater, sort of music, you know, like cool kid. Like there wasn't a lot of kids like us, like, you know, like wore black or, you know, combat boots and stuff like this. So there was only like 200 kids in the whole school. So he, he's really stuck out. And then I also really stuck out. So he sat behind me in one of my classes and wrote me a note one day that was like, he like gave me his number and was like, you should call me. It was like ridiculous. <laughs> and then I did, I called him and then um, he had a girlfriend and I know. He like broke he broke up with her like an hour after I called her. And then we started dating. And then he broke up with me like I don't know, like two months in and started dating my best friend. I I know it was, it was really bad. It was terrible. I was a terrible I was person. like devastated, like crying, like couldn't go to school. And then um after a week he wanted to get back together and I was like Yes, yeah, I will do that. And then, because um, I loved him so much, and then we got back together and everything was great, and then he broke up with me again on prom night. I know, and then I was, like, devastated. Not, like, this is a, not a great way to start. The of this story is like, I know, and then I was, like, really upset, and then he was, like, a couple days later, he was like, let's get back together, and I was like, okay. I was like, okay, let's. Because, <laughs> like, what else was I going to do? I'd, like, 
there was no one else to date anyway. And so then he went away to school and um, he broke up with me to go to college. And I was like, okay, bye. And then I started actually dating other people. And then he came back and I was like, okay, like, yeah, we can get back together. And then like we brought, then I broke up with him for good. Like when I went, then I was like, I don't need you. Like once you're, you know, once your captor leaves, like <laughs> you like, wow. you once you experience freedom, wow. then you can like, uh, then I really was like, okay, I can like, I'm good. And then, um, and then I, then we really broke up for 25 years and didn't speak because I hated him so much. Yeah. Do you want to finish? This yeah, story? and so then. Oh yeah, you're gonna make yourself. Don't make yourself look good in this story. No, I look good at the end. I look good. Okay, you're. So then, what? How long ago? Two thousand fourteen. Five years ago, I friend requested her on Facebook. Out of the blue, after like so, he like friend bombed me, and then it was like a hit and run. Like he was like, did you do one of those pokes? No, no, I didn't do a he poke. Just, like, I just friend requested, but like I, I never had Facebook before, so I didn't really know how to use it. So I just like friend requested, and then she messaged me. But he I, like friend requested me, and then two days later, I was like, like no, hi, like. So I didn't know. I really know how to use it, <laughs> and so then she was in China on an artist residency, and I had just moved back to the town we grew up in, and so there was like a twelve-hour time difference, but. I don't know, like, I think that she didn't know that many people in China, and I really hated where I was at, so we just, like, would text all night. Well, it was all day for you, all night for me. And then I no, was like... No, that you switched it. Oh, uh, whatever. And then I was like, hey, next time you're home to visit your family, let's hang out. Yeah, and then we did, and then it was like, once I saw him again, I was like, God, he looks terrible. Um, <laughs> and I looked great. That's I looked true. great. And so that was, that like, a real... True. Then that was, like, a real win. Yeah. And so then... After I saw you groveling to get wow. me back, fighting tooth and nail, and then it. I was like, "Cool, yeah, I will. I like. I think I like you again." I really like this story. <laughs> yeah, it, we're really like I still we're don't really look good. We're really, it, like. really heavy on there. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, then I moved to New York. Oh, okay. So then, and then in New York, um, crew was like didn't know anybody. Like he just moved here. Like, uh like totally like by himself and he didn't have like you don't know anyone I'm like at work all day and he's like trying to figure out stuff to do and then this gentleman's ride came up do you want to you should tell about yeah so um because this is kind of a big deal we got the 125 we got a 78 cb honda cb 125 and there was this there's the gentleman's ride which is a charity ride that raises money for prostate cancer and uh, men's uh, mental health issues. Isn't that coming up pretty soon? Uh, September. It's in September. Yeah. Super soon. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so you dress up in a suit and you ride a vintage bike and like I just was like I don't know if I want to do it and then I just did it and I met a couple people and then I got in this Facebook group called the New York Classic Riders and from there um, I met this guy, Willie, um, who is, he's the, like, we consider him road captain in Lucifer's Pride. He's always in the front. Um, he's from Guadeloupe and, uh, was in the French Air Force and he's a lovely man. And from him, we sort of built, him and I sort of built like a regular, um, group of guys. Um, and we hang out in Bushwick and... We met 
Lorenzo. Okay, before we talk about, like, really quick, I just want you to know you're in the middle of a serious love triangle. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure who loves who more, if I love Crew more than Crew loves Lorenzo, <laughs> or, like, it's really... It's a real, like, it's a real bro-fest. Um, so it's a real I, love. It's not a bro-fest. It's like a love. So, I mean, it's you, a, this is a podcast. So, so I'm going to hand mean, this. I, people can't see, but Lorenzo and I have a similar aesthetic. He's like the more Italian. They're basically twins with different colored beards. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we that, get that a lot. Yeah, yeah, we get that. It's like father and son. <laughs> but anyway. like dirty uncle. <laughs> okay. Like <Yeah>. weird nephew. <laughs> Maybe. But anyway, so then Oh yeah, when like when Lorenzo rolled up. When Lorenzo like, came up. I like Lorenzo rolled up on his motorcycle for the first time and I was like, Oh, here we go. We're they're gonna be best friends. Yeah. Like you could just see the future unroll. I was like, oh Yeah. So So that's how you two met. Yeah. So Yes. That's how we met and we pretty much hung out every day. Yeah, we clicked yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we also play music together. We're currently looking for a drummer for our heavy metal yeah. band. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah. If you know anyone. Yeah, if you know any drummers. like I actually a... do know a drummer. Okay, great. Well, we're going to get I that. I don't know if... if he has drums, but he's a drummer. Well, we he can... drums on everything. It's very annoying. <laughs> well, that, that might work. <laughs> uh, so during that time, as I was motorcycling was becoming more part of like my daily life all my friends rode and like we worked on bikes we talked about bikes we rode bikes i noticed that a lot of motorcycle centric clothing is really lame like it's either like super colorful and aimed at like sport bike guys or it's like the same sons of anarchy skulls and I was saying to Ken, I was like, I wish somebody would make like cool clothes that was sort of based on a '70s motorcycle club. And I like amassed like some names of motorcycle, fake motorcycle clubs, and like it was like Speed Kings and like Lords of Loser Town, and like it, they were all really, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were all like that though. They were really, they were really garbage. Except uh, for Lucifer's Pride. And she was like. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that would be. Because you were talking about Lucifer's Pride anyway, because the Rocky Erickson, Erickson yeah. song. So he was he kept talking about Lucifer's Pride, this this about this like line in the song. And I was like, oh, that's a great name for a motorcycle club. And um, we, we were like, we were talking about it a lot. Like, it's really. It's it's really like a hardcore polarizing. Yeah. It can be really polarizing. Yeah. The name, but then I was like, you know, if you can't stand the name, like. Yeah. Then you. Then you're, you're not. You're just like right. that's you're the end. You're not really of, our people. Yeah. Like you know, like so. I mean, it, it's it, it, obviously like kind of like a, a send up of like other motorcycle clubs' names. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, like it's like a sarcastic, yes. funny it's, name, but it's also like so such. It's like a kind of like a. Like, it's not really a joke of a name, but it's also, like, so tough. Like, you have to already be so tough just to, like... I mean, to carry the name Lucifer is, like, yeah. mildly intense. I mean, yeah. people were, like, messaging me from my family. They were like, are you worshipping the devil now? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. 
Like, like I have all the time in the world. I was like, you know what? I got to go. My, I got to go light the candles and put the cloak on. Yes. It was like, <laughs> like, what do you think I do all day? That's amazing. Okay, yeah. so you came up with Lucifer's Pride. Right, and so then um, Cammy's an artist and a yeah. designer. Well, so what happened was I was like, I was like, I needed a project. I like had just been through some shit and I was like, I just needed to like focus on something. And so I was like starting to like design the logo and I was, they were so bad. And I showed them to my friend who was a designer and he's like, these are terrible. And I was like, okay, wow. I didn't think I was that bad. So then I took a a graphic design class and I was like, okay. So then it got a little better. And then I took another graphic design class and then another one. And then finally they got a little bit better and that's where I'm at now. (laughs) So yeah. So the original, the, the first design was the devil head. We call that mm-hmm. devil head the goat. We call him Steve. Aww, so the first, the first name. design was Steve. With, uh, I mean, we're really the 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 switch that flipped for me was when we came up with the golden black. Like we we like we're gonna do like black and white. Like we mostly wear black and like and for some reason she was like, "What do you think about this gold?" And when I saw the letters in the gold i was like this is the shit Um, and then i showed it to lorenzo and i showed it to willie and i showed it to a couple of the other guys and they were like this is dope yeah i also was like messaging with lorenzo i was like what do you what typeface should i use and then he like he was like oh my gosh i can't even remember what typeface it is futura futura yeah yeah Yeah. and he was like you should use futura and i was like Okay. Yeah, he's a graphic designer too. <laughs> These are graphic, like a, a real graphic designer. Yeah, I mean, not, you're a real graphic <laughs> designer, you but like you don't. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he makes a living as a graphic designer, although so do you. Well, not really. But but <laughs> yeah, so we <laughs> it's came up, arguable. So we came up. We made like the, the like a small run of the first T-shirt, and. I mean, it was really just for fun. Like, yeah. we didn't even mean to, like, we were just like, let's make some t-shirts. Let's, like, do something. It's so easy to create something, like, just for shits and giggles. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I really want to do one of this great photo of my friend who's, like, naked on a couch next to this girl who's topless. And my friends refuse it to give it to me because they know I'm going to make t-shirts and try to sell them. Yeah. That's but true. anyone can do it. Anyone yeah. can make t-shirts. Yeah. Anyone can make yeah. business cards. And anyone can do literally anything. Yeah, and so, you actually did it. Yeah, I mean, we were like, why, like, why not? Like, what, what do we possibly have to lose? Yeah, I mean... I mean, like... The, it was a, yeah. It was a, the first T-shirt was a very small investment, and then the thing was like, I consider like our core group to be kind of small, but then it's it's bigger than you think because there's like guys that we don't see every day, but like are we're on a chat with and we like are in contact with like pretty often. Like everybody bought the shirt, like literally everybody, and we hang out at this uh, coffee shop in Bushwick, and everybody there bought the shirt, and like. Yeah, it was like support. We were like, just like you would for your friends. Yeah. Oh, of just course. show up and yeah. support. That's all it was. Yeah. And so then so really then it was like people started asking, like, are you guys a motorcycle club or are you um a clothing brand? And the you know, I'm like like I love answering that question. I'm like, what do you Oh, you, what do you think, both? <laughs> Neither? Like, I mean, it's not like a real motorcycle gang. Like, there's no, like... I mean, we're not, we're not... Yeah, we're motorcycle not. club. 
We're not yeah, outlaw. Not even, yeah, we're not we're, even a club. We're, I mean, we're not a outlaw motorcycle gang. We don't have one percent patches. We we don't, uh, you know, occasionally, I, you know, we may bend some traffic laws, but we don't like. We're not a criminal organization. So, technically, we're not a motorcycle gang. Right. Well, we're a riding club, <laughs> and we're friends. That's cool, out. and it's also yeah. like anyone can be in the club. Like it's yeah. like not. Yeah, I mean motorcycle set. gangs. The the old school seventies MCs, which the designs are like loosely based on, had a lot of rules. Like one, you you had to be white. That's not a rule of ours. Two, you had to ride a Harley. That's definitely not a rule of ours. Although we we accept Harleys, like you know, we just we make, I mean, we make fun of the Harley guys the most. We, we tolerate them. Yeah, we, like but, <laughs> Lorenzo totally has a Harley. Yeah. <laughs> well, but we like but we like all kinds of bikes, and so it's just like whatever. We just like to ride. But also, we were like, we've been like, we grew up in Ohio, and like everyone in my. Family, like all my sisters dated biker guys. Yeah. And so we've been like listening to this Bob Seeger song, you know, and like everyone was in a motorcycle club just like for fun. It was yeah. like your friends. Right. That's all it was. Well, so, like, I mean, the. Well, not, really. not the. <laughs> I, I mean, I was like in a motorcycle club that was like not fun and not my friends. But that was like younger days, different times. Oh, that's really you're being really mysterious. Well, I mean, it's like it's not it's not relevant to this conversation. No. So, yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, New York, like, in in there's still parts of the country where I would not necessarily wear my Lucifer's Pride colors. Like, if I was like, say, riding through Texas or Arizona, like where. Like the Vandals and the Mongols and the Hells Angels are still having like turf wars and people are getting shot. But like New York is New York. Like what ICE did for me was when we were deciding whether we should make vests was we went to H&M and they had. <laughs> yeah, this they, is it. This is had, for real. They had a we vest were like going, for sale. We were like agonizing yeah. over this like. Should this, we put the MC? Should yeah, we like, put the, the third agony. rocker? Like. You know, there, there's a lot of guys like that are kind of like not. Once it's out there, it's out there. Right, and there was a lot of guys that were like, "You're gonna get people beat up," and, and like you, you know, like, and we were like, you know, I mean, if again, kind of separating I mean, the wheat from the chaff. To... <laughs> but we went to H and M, and there was a vest for sale that had like motorcycle colors on it, like top rocker, bottom rocker, like, and we were like, I, like, I mean, if H and M can do it, like, we could do it. So we went from t-shirts to vests. Well, so we made the, the, the back patches, you know, we call the colors. Mm -hmm. And then we um, we just, like, started putting them on, like, you know, so our guys, like Lorenzo and, like, Willie and um, this guy, Dickie Ray, like, they just started putting them on their own vests. But then people were like, hey, like, where'd you get the vest? Like, so Cammy and I started going to vintage stores and buying like only Levi's vintage jackets, dyeing them black and then sewing the colors on. Wow. And then, and That's awesome. it's been a pretty good response. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're not like rolling in dough and I don't think, you know, yeah, I, I don't want to, but it's also just like a fun, it's like fun. Yeah. Just like a really fun 
project. It's not even a project. Yeah. It's like, like yeah. a really fun life. Yeah. So <laughs> we, and we came, there was a couple other designs. We made like a black on black shirt that just says Lucifer's Pride. And then. Oh, I uh, just looked at that one. It looks yeah. really good. Yeah. Did you do that? Nope. Everything except the Hellbound shirt is mm -hmm. Cammy's design. Well, so we did the, um, nice. we call it the rising moon. Yeah. How do you, so you have a couple patches. Do you have like earn them or is it just to like oh, that's put a, on that's an excellent question. Vest? It's just to put on the vest. Like we, we're like, we accept everybody. Like if anybody wants to be in the club, like they can just like, we, we've been at the last two uh, moto markets. Ooh, and I'm actually talking to Kirsten tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, so we um so we we did really great at both motor markets and like we sold more jackets and vests than I would have thought because they're you know hundred hundred and fifty dollar items. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought we would just sell a lot of t shirts, which we did. But um, yeah, we we sold a jacket to a guy named Max uh, at the last motor market, and this weekend uh, we went to Lake Harriman. It was like the first time he rode with us, and uh, it was pretty exciting. Like you know, because he was like really liked the jacket but then he was like oh wait do you guys like ride and we were like yeah that's pretty much all we do we've also sold jackets to like people who don't live in new york city and don't and ride our, yeah <laughs> like, how do they find lucifer's pride just from like instagram and stuff mm -hmm. yep wow yeah. Going from like not knowing how to use Facebook to now running an Instagram. That's well, I'm an Instagram. I mean, $150 jacket. Hilarious. Impressive. He was like posting shit and I was like, um, oh, you got to take that down. That's embarrassing. You're embarrassing. <laughs> like, I cannot date you. This is like so, so now I'm like my, now my Instagram and Lucifer's Pride Instagram is monitored. Highly. <laughs> what's the word? Curated. Highly curated. Uh, uh, yeah. You really got I'm an Instagram model now. Okay. So. That's all the rage these days. Yeah, I mean, I, he he deemed himself that. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Um, <laughs> a lot of, I mean, the thing is about the motorcycle community is there's a lot of guys that take pictures and like make content and stuff and, uh, like with the silver beard and everything. Like, I get a lot of requests to have my picture taken. How does that feel? I mean, it's it's fine. I love having my picture. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, me! For <laughs> real, it's exactly. Well, I mean, the good is. thing That's is good like, we, need, <laughs> totally. we we always need content, so it's good. Like you know, the deal is like I like don't mind having my picture taken. They can use it for whatever as long as I can use it for whatever. So, and you know, we try to like go to go to all the motorcycle events and uh, be seen. <laughs> Uh, motos and photos. We donated some stuff for the raffles, and uh, I was featured in the second issue of Motovelli, uh, which Ryan from Motovelli has become a really good friend of ours, and he's he's super awesome dude. And it's really nice that there's a an actual print magazine. And the great thing about it is like none of the pictures that are in the magazine are available anywhere else. Really? Yeah. So wow. you like have to like buy it. And, uh, yeah, he did, we did like is a... Is he here as well, or is he... Um, he lives in bed -Stuy. Yeah, he's, he's not part of this garage, but he, um, he's just a really awesome dude. You should check out Motovelli for sure. Yeah, so the garage, uh, Lorenzo, like, tell me who's in the garage. Okay, so, um, me and crew are both in the garage. We, we're both working on vintage Hondas. And we're we're here since day one. Yeah, it opened two years ago. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. And we've been 
working, you know, at a fairly slow pace. Really <laughs> slow. Has it been the yeah. same Honda for two years? Uh, um, so about this garage. <laughs> um, yeah, basically yes, but you know, as long as we have our uh, daily running bikes, mm-hmm. you know, we can take our time and work on the bikes and. Uh, we currently have a um, daily a Saturday uh, garage session. So we, we meet near crew, we meet here, and we work here. <laughs> Sorry, maybe we should this cut this. This is It's going to keep going, but yeah. we can just okay. pop it. Oh, it's running. Who is that? That's Adam. Oh, wow. Adam's the guy who owns the yeah. garage? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So who's making all this ruckus right now is Adam, and he owns the garage. Maybe he'll come say hi. Hi, Adam. Sorry. No, you're good. Do you want to come say hi? We're talking about your garage right now. You were literally just telling the story of Dirty Billy right now when you pulled in. (laughs) I mean, it's really... It was like, it was very dramatic, like... (laughs) That was a great interview, actually. Very well-timed. I swear, we did not plan this. I wish I had. That would have been amazing. What are you writing, Adam? Hi. Guys. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I, I actually I totally forgot that you guys were recording. <laughs> no, you're totally cool. Do you want to tell me the story of Dirty Billy? Oh my goodness, the story of Dirty Billy. Yes. Uh, you might have to tell it into the microphone, yeah. but I would love to hear it. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, hey, uh, how's it going? Hi. Hi, I'm Adam. Hi, Adam. Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Nice, nice, nice to meet you. To meet you. Uh, the story of Dirty Billy. Okay, uh, real quick, abridged version because we don't have like three hours. I'm sure. Uh, Dirty Billy was a bike that I built in uh, basically on my kitchen table. Um, it's that little yellow Yamaha DT400 out front. Yeah. Um, and my wife and I were sitting around contemplating the name of my co-op garage one night. And we came, we went through a hundred different iterations, and uh, Dirty Billy was just sitting there staring at us the whole time, going "Hello, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the reason." Okay, um, yeah. So it's really that simple. That's super cool. <laughs> I, I would love to hear some of your backup names for the garage if you remember any of them. Oh boy, there's a bunch of embarrassing ones. Um, I remember one of them that was pretty high up in the in the running, like in the top ten, I think, was the living garage, huh. which was pretty okay. <laughs> you know, unmemorable, but like it, it, Dirty Billy just kind of kept sticking out. You know, we we went through a couple of different things afterwards, and the logo just kind of came out of Dirty Billy as well, and I really love the logo, and I didn't want to lose that. Do you have it around here so I can see it's it? It's painted on the wall over there. <laughs> it's like a... Um, oh, yeah, here. I'll actually... Uh, I can do this. Oh, cool! I have a sticker. All right. I do love stickers. Thank you so much. Yeah, every motorcycle person loves stickers. All right, if you haven't seen Dirty Billy, you should look this up, because the logo is amazing. What do you call these things again? It's a vinyl transfer. Oh. <laughs> I, oh, you mean, you, mean, you mean the Seder? Yeah, yeah, Seder. Oh, cool. It's a Seder. Yeah, I just All right, cool. Too. No, you're totally <laughs> I'm, like, I'm totally in, like, tech mode. I'm like, oh, the part number's A39795959. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Well, thanks for introducing Dirty Billy to me. Thanks.
So you have Dirty Billy with the Seder and Lucifer's Pride with the Devil. That couldn't be a better relationship. It's pretty great. And it sort of like came came up at the same time, too. Like while we were like putting Lucifer's Pride together, Adam was putting uh, Dirty Billy together. So we would like kind of bounce off a bunch of different like stuff off each other. Yeah. I mean, in the really early stages of Dirty Billy, like, me and Adam were hanging out a lot. We were riding a lot and yeah. we would like meet Cam for drinks. And like he, you know, Adam would tell us like he looked at some places and like tell us to rent. And then talk, we would talk about like numbers and like what, what, what sustainability and stuff. And I remember actually we were at um, the Narrows. Yep. And you were there too. Lorenzo was there too. The four of us were at the Narrows. And then you had to leave, Lorenzo had to leave, and me, Adam, and Cam were hanging out, and you were like, I'm going to see a place in East Williamsburg this week. And, uh, you know, I, I think... really good about it. Yeah. I, like, I just found it. He had just posted the ad about, like, 45 minutes after I called him. Wow. And, yeah. I, and we made the appointment, and it just kind of, you know, it's like, went to see it the next day, yeah. and basically I put a deposit on it as yeah. soon as I saw it. Oh my goodness. And I remember too, like, because like the way Adam described it, I was like, okay, you know, I was thinking like, that's awesome. Like the price was right and it was going to, but I was like, oh yeah, like, so it's like a garage. And then like the first day I came over, I was like, holy cow, it's so big. Like, I mean, it's really big for this neighborhood. For, like, what, the, for what the neighborhood is. Yeah. 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 I, I started out looking at industrial spaces and things like that and it just really didn't didn't really jive with what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be kind of, I wanted to have this kind of homey feel to it. I didn't want it to be super industrial. I wanted it to be kind of our like little clubhouse, yeah. you know, which it definitely is. There's darts and beers in the fridge. Always, and beer's always cold in the fridge. Yeah. It's like our, that's oh, yeah. like my tagline. Right this is a great locker. Night. <laughs> yeah, a great locker so I'm, I'm a happy camper. So how many members do you have in your garage? 16. Wow. That's cool. It's pretty awesome. That's it right. pays the rent. I mean, we don't make any money. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. I love this podcast. Like, nobody makes any money. Nobody makes any money. It's all passion it's all projects. Passion projects yeah, like, you know. I'm kind of getting that vibe from a lot of people who do things within the community, which is kind of what inspired these conversations and the podcast itself, is that no one does anything for the dollar. It's all because they love it, and they just want to create something to give back to it. So this is quintessential yeah. for why I yeah. love these conversations. I mean, I will say regardless of how much money goes into my bank account here, um, it did get me the job at Triumph. Yeah. Oh, I just heard. Congratulations. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. That you is know, very as, cool. Uh, as a byproduct. You yeah. know, if you just kind of go forth, I mean, all I think all of us here can attest, like, if you just go forth and do whatever the hell you want to do, yeah. the universe kind of bends to your will. It just happens. And it, it just, just kind of happens at it's, some point. Yeah. I think so my friend... True. Like, 100%. My friend Dionis just started at Triumph. Oh, you know Dionis? Yeah. He's awesome. He was probably one of my first, like, real friends in the community because I would go to Motor Girl, which is my garage, just because, like, there's always a lot of people there. So when I have questions, because I always have questions because I don't know anything, um, uh, they always help me out. But he was there when I would show up all the time because dude, my job, I can really only go on Saturdays and he was always working. And I, I know. Yeah. 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 And he would, he would help me like 
by answering questions or showing me little tricks so that like I didn't have to go really pay for maintenance, he would just be like, oh, no, 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 do look at this. Look he's at this right he's here. so generous with his time. Oh, yeah. God, he's and so he's nice. so kind. And yeah, he's an awesome, he's an awesome addition. We just brought him on over there. He's an awesome addition. He was really pumped. So yeah. I'm glad to hear that. He's Works both great. ways. Yeah, oh, for sure. We're pumped. Great. Oh, well, wow. I mean, it's such a small world. <laughs> it really is. It's not that, it's not that big. New York City's not that big. Oh, no. it's, <laughs> it's incredibly and, small. And honestly, like this, I mean, Dirty Billy is not only just like a second home for Lucifer's Pride, but like literally my bike was saved in the spot that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. um, and we're like, we could not have done it without Adam. Like, so uh, last I had, I, I had a vintage bike. Actually, you should let Lorenzo tell this story. Lorenzo, you tell the bike story. Okay. Because it's okay. really your opinion. Yeah, it really is. It really is. It's your really, bike is his baby. Yeah. So yes. this is a love triangle. Yes. This, yeah. This is the love Roman. part. You're looking at <laughs> the love romance. romance. This, this is the love part of the story. Like, tell me. Oh, okay. A badass biker shit going. <laughs> <laughs> tough. These are like the toughest guys in New York City. Yeah, like, you guys seem yeah. pretty hardcore. We hug a lot. We are oh. definitely definitely Hugginous bikers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, bike story. Oh, okay. So, uh, last year, 2018, um, crew had his uh, vintage CB, uh, Black Francis, uh, 74 CB. It's a 75 with 78 parts. Yeah. Um, and I remember one day I, I had to I had to borrow his bike for something, and I rode it, and I was like, oh, this bike... This like doesn't run that great, and the brakes, oh jeez. So when his uh, birthday came, I uh, was conspiring behind him to to get him a uh, a new motorcycle. Okay. So we had um, uh, we had the help mo mostly from Cami and part of Cruz family, but uh, you know we're. We're looking for a bike, and we got to a budget of three grand, mm -hmm. which which is a lot for, for birthday. Like coming from friends, that's really sweet. Was, yeah, uh, friends, like, if you're listening, I would love a bike for three grand. <laughs> just when's <laughs> your birthday? <laughs> it's October. Well, that's a good time of year to buy a bike, too. right? Because it's like the deals. tail end, yeah. things tend to be cheaper. Okay. Yes. So, okay, <laughs> so uh, me and Willie, uh, we started hunting for bikes, and you know everyone like agreed. Crossbows or uh, yeah, we were looking like Craigslist, yeah. you know, Facebook Marketplace. Everything. You were yeah. looking everywhere for anything. Yeah, yeah. Listings, yeah. anything. And it was also fun, you know. We're like, you know, we're trying them out and stuff. And we found this in Long Island, about an hour away. Can't remember exactly where we found this. 2001 Speed Triple, and we went there. I tried, and I was like, "Yeah, this this is great." And uh, so we we bought him the bike for his birthday. You know, he was surprised with the bike. He was like in awe, like crying. He couldn't believe it. <laughs> I mean, it was just like it was crazy. Like, like a book. A a bunch of bikers like showing up and a bunch of bikers are like here's your gift and like giving you a handing you a set of keys yeah <laughs> like we so we like parked all our bikes in front of lorenzo's house and had a party for my birthday and then like uh they like snuck it in the line 
And then I was like, and I almost like ruined it. No, I almost ruined it because I was like, oh, I need to get a picture for all, of all the bikes for Instagram. And they were like, oh, no. But like, no. I was like, I wouldn't even have noticed. Like, I didn't yeah. even notice. Black bike. Come on. Yeah. Black bike. Yeah. Very and clever. so, yeah. So it was very emotional and yeah. it's awesome. It's like one of my all-time favorite bikes anyway. It's like a true hooligan bike it's like a naked sport like you said that they saved your bike okay so there's yeah what are you the second part of the story so uh after a couple of weeks he was having problems with starting the bike which you know for a vintage bike bought him a bad bike (laughs) well i mean it's still it's still a 17 year old bike like you know it's still like it's still like that's you know Mm -hmm. and it's a mod like so so what did you do to it? Okay. So the thing is that the uh, the spread clutch uh, went, which it's is a known problem on those known bikes, issue. and they it's a very known issue, and they, but it's a terrible issue. Yeah, uh, people don't want to work on it usually on that specific bike. If you if you uh, break your spread clutch, people tell you, "Oh, buy a new engine or." What? Yeah, because yeah. you, you, you just literally, sell the bike for parts. You have to take it apart. You have to take the in. no. You, you have, have to, to take, take the engine out. Oh. You have to flip it upside down. Okay. You have to split the cases. You have to remove all the running gear, and then you have to get to this one gear. And then once you change that, you have to put everything back. And you have to hope that that was a problem. Yeah. Oh, no, that sounds easy. Well, I was done. Like I was like we. <laughs> I mean, you're laughing like crew was like. He, I, I've never seen a, like a man. It's like he like his dog ran away. Like his like. I mean, it was like his wife left him. I mean, I really. His, he like his like like his, like the dog died. The wife left him. The car died. Yeah. He lost his like every country. I mean, it was like yeah, it was like the worst possible. Like he's like crying. Like like no one's ever gonna love him again. Okay. Like, okay. All right. I, that might that might be a slight like, exaggeration. That's I was getting a, there. I was really getting there. Yeah. But he was like, you were like really. So we. Ch- I tried to take it to. I tried to down. take it to some mechanics. No one would work on it in the summertime because it would clog up their lift and they would just lose money on the deal. And anybody that would do it would charge as much as the bike cost. Yeah. So I was like at the end, like we were like gonna trade it into a dealership and hope they gave us enough money for a down payment on something. Our friend Jay was like, one night we were all over at Willie's house for something. And Jay was like, I watched a YouTube video. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he was like, we can fix it. For the record, everything I've done on my bike started with a YouTube yeah, video. Right. Well, this it's is like not, a... It takes seven hours, yeah. not 30 minutes. Yeah, but, right. Yeah. This is... This totally is, This is like, but so... We were, but it was also like, we can fix it. And we, like, we, we both knew, like, everybody knew that, you know, maybe probably the worst thing that could happen is... Um, they couldn't fix it. Yeah. And they could just like fuck it up worse. Right. And it would I mean, be exactly it, would, yeah, where it exactly. already was. So. so, I mean, but the main thing was like when Jay like convinced us that we could fix it, then we had, then we talked to Adam and who also like chipped in on the bike and Aww, like, Adam. and Adam, we were like, we need, you know, we need the lift for like four days. And Adam was like, whatever you guys need. Like we booked it in advance. He told all the other members like, Hey, like we've got, other stuff we'll we'll get you in get you out but we've got heart surgery yeah like this this is serious like serious so jay and i and lorenzo took off a friday and a monday and we had the whole weekend 
we pulled the motor in one night. We split the cases the next day, and we were like, everything was going great. We realized that it was the Sprague clutch because once we got it out, we could tell it was broken. We started putting it back together. We were literally putting the first bolt center case, and we over-torqued it. I'm not no. going to say. I'm not going to say who. One of us over-torqued it. It was Jay. <laughs> and, uh, and it snapped. Uh, and literally... So, okay, just like back up for two seconds. So I'm getting like a text play-by-play. It's the Sprag clutch, and it's like, the Sprag clutch, I, we, we're going to be able to fix it. We're like putting the cases back together. We were like, awesome. And then I get this like text that's like, it's over. It's over. It's over. That's, that's all you got. And I was like, it's over. Oh. Like, seriously, Jay was on Craigslist trying to find a new motor or a new bike. He's like, I'm just going to pay for it. It's my fault. I'm like, dude, you're not doing that, but like, whatever. Like, so then Adam shows up and he looks at it. And I mean, the bolt was way down in there and it was not broken straight. And, and Adam was like, I think I can get it out. And I was like, at this point, again, we were like, you can't make it any worse. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, and we couldn't not, I mean, it was a very important bolt. Like, literally holds the engine. And the air had been sucked out of the room at that point. Yeah. Like, I walked in and it, lo- it looked like a morgue in here. Yeah. Like, it was just dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to do something. So at one point, we needed to drill a hole to get, uh, like, this extraction bit in there. We picked up the motor and we drug it over to the drill press and two of us were holding it while Adam was trying to drill a hole in there. Yeah. Finally, we get... he We used a Dremel, right, to flatten the bolt and then we got a solid hole, which you the drill press didn't work. You ended up... Do it by hand. And it was yeah. so nerve-wracking. So finally, he's like, the okay... three of them are just pacing around. Yeah, like... And, I'm working. <laughs> like, so finally, he's like, okay, I'm going to try to get it out. I had to go down away... The, the, it was on this table over here. I had to go down there. I could see Adam, like, through this hole in the wall... And I'm like you're behaving like a father. Like, like seriously, I was like, surgery. all of a sudden, like I, everybody gets really quiet, and then I like I hear the drill, and then Jay's like, "It's out." <laughs> and like, we're like we all run down, like we're crying real tears. We're like, "We're back, babies!" And then we were, I feel like very. Like four grown men crying. Yeah. Like oh, it was like oh my god, it was Absolutely. like we were like oh my god, like. And it was high drama. I, I wish I wish we had like a film. I know, it like it was would have made really... a thirty for thirty. Honestly, Grey's Anatomy has nothing on you guys. It was so intense. And then we, yeah, and it worked. And then we found out that there was a couple other things, like not. I mean, but we figured out that because the sprag clutch goes when the you're not getting enough juice to it, and it locks up and then breaks and we found out that there was a bad alternator we changed the alternator and like it's a very finicky bike she's very ornery and but but a blast it's a blast (laughs) yes temperamental ornery yeah Yeah, that sounds about right yeah (laughs) and i hope you're stuck with her for the rest of your life because that's what you get yeah Yeah. But it like yeah, great. This is what a sprite clutch. Oh yeah. Like, so then we oh, wow. clutch. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then we all. You guys yeah. fixed it. So they like yeah. decided. Was this to come- yeah. Oh, you yeah. actually got tattoos. And Jay to too. Yeah, yes. we got, so got matching tattoos to come. That say hashtag Sprags are a drag. Because the thirty yeah. hours. That was the cutest thing I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen. Really, really, yeah. Thirty hours of sprag clutch. Yeah. Probably another ten. 
And that's the name of the documentary, 30 <laughs> Hours of Sprite Clutch. <laughs> like about 29 too many hours of Sprite Clutch. Like, and actually, honestly, the story at this point takes longer to tell than the actual changing of the Sprite yeah. Clutch. I mean, now we should just do Sprite Clutches for a living. Like, uh, no. Yeah, no, you're right. No, no. no one wants to do that. No, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I love the story. I love getting to know you guys. I really, really appreciate getting to be here, and I will be keeping in contact with all of you. Do you guys want to say anything about Lucifer's Pride to anyone who may or may not be listening? I really hope people are listening, or <laughs> this is just for me. Yeah, so... Message crew. Crew, like, crew, like, lays in bed all morning just with hoping people message him. I will hand deliver. Hey, crew, you want if you don't want to... I mean, we have a website. Fred. We have a website, www.lucifersbride.com, where you can buy t-shirts, patches, vests, jackets. But also you can DM me. Um, my Instagram's crewfacekilla. And um, I'll, I mean, we've hand-delivered stuff. And we're going to be at the Moto Market. Uh, it's June 23rd. Yeah. Uh, at Low Tide Motors, so we're gonna have a table. So come oh, see us. Oh, that place is so full. Yeah, we went to the. We actually went to the opening party. Lorenzo and I went to the opening party mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. They're pretty super cute. sweet, great people. Mm-hmm. Red Hook, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, meet us at the motor market. Yeah, awesome. And I mean, at most motorcycle events, like we've been known to hit Two Wheel Tuesday, and and actually we're we're. I in, just met the guy who owned Spiegel's. The yeah, sure. Yeah, he's a great guy. <laughs> uh, right, we're actually <laughs> we're actually we're actually in the works with um, trying to create a a monthly bike night in Bushwick, and we have a few Ooh, cool. a few places that we're going to go talk to the people and find some place with ample bike parking and you know some uh, non alcoholic options for people who don't want to, like drink and drive and smart. I, I would yeah. say that's the responsible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a couple beers doesn't matter, but. Couple Jeez. of cute, cute mocktails. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>